Hey, welcome in the second edition of IoT Decoded. IoT Decoded is uh, the podcast on LP1 and technologies. LP1 technologies are low-power wide area network, so they are the engine of the I- IoT actually. Uh, in this second edition for September 2019 uh, month, uh, TTN, uh, it's actually celebrating its four year. So that's an interesting uh, news. Um, then I propose to uh, talk a bit about uh, the really last breaking news about Sigfox and the first $1 device. Uh, and after, I propose to go to some uh, uh, news about uh, Alibaba and uh, Chinese market. Uh, talk a bit about uh, Kerlink, uh, who is a, a LoRaWAN gateway provider. And then to finish uh, with uh, this uh, main uh, security issue discovered this month, uh, I named SimJacker um, spying, uh, spying things around the SIM cards. So uh, let's start with uh, TTN. Uh, TTN, the thing network, you know, is the uh, LoRaWAN crowdsource network. Uh, and it's an open network. It's kind of Linux uh, for, for LoRaWAN, for IoT networks. And now they are celebrating the four-year hold of this network. So really congratulations, guys. Uh, once again, you rocks uh, making this network uh, uh, a reality. Um, what is interesting that here is uh, the growth of the network. Uh, it comes from uh, 700 cities last year to 900 cities. On this network, we mostly count on cities number because uh, there's no national deployment. Uh, you and me are deploying the network. Uh, so 900 cities is a, is a good thing. Uh, and, and the more interesting uh, number for me is the number of gateways. Uh, they, they were at uh, 4,500 uh, last year, and now they are announcing uh, 8,000 gateways connected to the network. So that's really, really, really great. Um, I was interesting about uh, an infographic about uh, this gateway. So the number, as everything is open on uh, on TTN, you can you can make your statistic uh, on your own. And someone has done statistic on the different gateways that are deployed on the network. Uh, and that was interesting to me because I mean this network is a hacker network. Okay, so it's uh, uh, people like you and me deploying gateways. And so, I mean, a hacker network is based on a kind of uh, hacker gateways. <laughs> and uh, and with no surprise, uh, most of the gateways are based on RPI, uh, Raspberry Pi, uh, and Dragino or uh, TTIG gateways. So um, there are more indoor gateways, uh, even if uh, some of the Raspberry Pi uh, gateways has been uh, um, put outdoor with uh, all, all the stuff you need, but uh, basically it's uh, it's most uh, indoor indoor getaways, uh, and the number of more professional like uh, getaways like multitech, Kerlink, uh, Laird's uh, getaways, Loix one, okay, is about three thousand getaway, which is really good. I mean, it's a, it's a huge and interesting number. So. According to what I've got uh, in this infographic, uh, and the number is a bit higher than the number of connected gateways, so I assume that this infographic is more based on the total number of gateways registered 
uh, all over the time on the network, uh, we, we have something like twice uh, the number of gateways that are more accurate kind of gateways uh, for, for uh, more uh, uh, fixed and, 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 and I mean, uh, more professional gateways. So um, that's just interesting, I mean, uh, to see that. And uh, I, I, am, I really think that this network is going to progress in the, in the coming year. So uh, yeah, really good guys. We, we need to continue and reach uh, 1000 cities and reach uh, uh, 10, 10K connected gateway. That's, that's a good goal. And uh, I mean, this is a goal that can be achieved by the end of the year. So that's, that's really great. The second big news is uh, Sigfox $1 devices. Wow, that's really interesting to me because uh, that's something that really changed the game in, in the IoT and, and it really um, makes Sigfox as a different uh, network compared to the other. Well, because when we talk about $1 um, a device, it's really a device, it's not a chip. Okay, it's really the device, full device itself. So it means with the battery, with the PCB, with all the chip that you need, and with a plastic box. Okay, so that's really interesting because it's it's kind of trashable IoT. Okay, that's not good to, to talk about trashable, I mean reusable IoT if you want. Okay, that, that's the idea. So that, that's really interesting because uh, you, you can, uh, I mean, when you, when you add something where the value was just $10, it was really difficult to add an IoT on it because uh, it's a price, of, this value is a price of the IoT. But now with $1, I mean, you, you can have uh, something interesting in IoT even if the value of the product or value of the, the process is only $10. That's really interesting. Um, so uh, for, for making this kind of device, it's it's basically, uh, if, if you uh, have in mind uh, Sigfox Connect two years ago, it was the first one in Prague, and Christophe Forte was showing a letter uh, able to communicate when you open it, okay? And he announced a really, really low-cost Sigfox uh, devices. And it was based on the same technology, and this technology is, uh, is simply your garage door remote control, okay? That's this kind of technology which is used. That's why it's really, really low-cost. It's because it's a technology that is already uh, uh, really well uh, used in the market with a really low low cost chip and so on. So it's really ready. That's really interesting for this. Um, how it works? Uh, because I mean, if it's something new, it's it's because uh, it's I mean they had to. To, to tweak a little bit the things to make it working. The first thing is that your garage door is not able to modulate Sigfox signal, okay? It's a, otherwise, we, we may know that. So it means that it, you have to hack uh, this, uh, this remote control to uh, be able to do a Sigfox modulation, and, and that's possible. In fact, your remote control is able to communicate on a given frequency. Uh, it's not able to change the phase as the uh, Sigfox require, but as you can change the frequency, uh, you can slow it down, and by doing this, uh, you, you change the phase. So by doing this, you are able to do the phase modulation as it is needed in, uh, in the Sigfox. So by software, you can do that and it works well, but it has an impact. If you do that, it means that your spectrum footprint 
is larger than uh, you, you need in Sigfox and you must have in Sigfox. So it means that to accept this technology, Sigfox had to uh, change a bit the way uh, the, the type of, uh, of pattern uh, they are accepting. So this is what they are doing. And so that's why it's, it's something, something new actually. So they will accept this kind of modulation. And it also has a consequence. If uh, your modulation has a, a frequency footprint, which is lar larger, it's also mean uh, that you can have less objectable to communicate in the same time. So the scalability is lower. So uh, they accept a larger um, footprint, but in the same time, they uh, request you to reduce the uh, transmitted power to go down to 7 dB instead of the 14. And thanks to that, uh, they will accept it on the network. So by doing this, it has an impact on, on the coverage. Okay, so for sure, it means that uh, the device coverage will be uh, lower. Uh, basically, inside a city, it's not a big issue as the density of the network is really large, actually. Uh, inside building, uh, it can be a, a limitation for sure. Uh, but uh, what is interesting is now with the micro gateway, uh, you can easily deploy your gateway near your devices. Uh, and so uh, even if the power is slower, in many use cases, you can have a, a gateway uh, in a, a, around your device to manage the communication. And, and as soon as you are outdoor in the city, it really work well. I, I tested it, so uh, I, I really uh, see a good result uh, on uh, outdoor. So you can check that in my website, www.dsk91.com. Uh, I have a full uh, article describing exactly uh, how it works and, and so on. So. Uh, uh, there's different things uh, Sigfox is, is, is dealing with. Uh, so, some other is that the, uh, the clock is based on a quartz instead of uh, TCXO. Uh, so the stability is, uh, is lower. Uh, and the other point is uh, if you want to use a really small battery like, uh, like a button, button battery, uh, the, uh, when you, you require a lot of power, uh, the, the, the voltage will uh, decrease. And with the voltage decrease, you're going to have a, a slower bit rate. Okay, so all of these parameters are not especially correctly supported by the network uh, usually, but uh, one of the really uh, strengths of Sigfox network is its ability to be software radio and, and to be upgraded. Uh, so they are actually deploying uh, some update to, uh, to support uh, this kind of uh, uh, thing like uh, bitrate moving and so on. So uh, it means that it's really something that is working. I've tested it once again, and it's uh, something that will be in production really soon. So that's a really, really, really interesting technology. So take a look at it. That's, uh, that's, uh, that, that's really cool. One dollar for a full device, okay? MCU, uh, antenna, PCB, plastic box and so on. So just let's imagine what you can do with a, such a thing. So uh, really, really, really good. Other news, uh, we have uh, a really bad news. I, I was really unhappy to see that. Uh, it's Kerlink. I, I talk a bit with Kerlink. Uh, they, they are the first uh, LoRaWAN gateway I had in test uh, when I started uh, with uh, with uh, LoRaWAN. Uh, I think three or four day, four years ago. Now, uh, it's a really good French company making really good hardware, uh, really really high quality hardware. Uh, they are deploying a network operator, but the price of their hardware is not really expensive. I mean, and also they have indoor gateways that are really really not expensive. Expensive. Uh, but um, I mean, in my point of view, as uh, they were uh, making business with network operator, uh, 
uh, and telecom operator. And, and as telecom operator, finally did not uh, deploy a lot of country in LoRaWAN. Uh, if we had also the com competition that is become uh, bigger in, in this uh, gateway domain for LoRaWAN, Kerlink had to uh, reduce uh, its people by 23%. Uh, which is uh, big uh, for for the technology uh, which is actually uh, growing. Uh, so I'm really happy of this. Uh, I'm still really happy to say that they are saving 77% uh, of people. Uh, and so I think there will be enough people to continue to develop product and, and, and make it really interesting in the domain. Uh, so but that's a, that's, that's a negative signal on, on the market, uh, by the way. Okay, uh, another thing that is interesting to follow is I saw uh, uh, Alibaba uh, making lots of enhancements around the risk V. Uh, that's interesting because, uh, you know, I mean, there is an economical fight between uh, uh, North America and, uh, and China. Uh, we, we saw that with, uh, with uh, Android uh, stuff uh, and, and the limitation of access to, uh, to Android for Huawei and so on. Uh, and it means that Chinese uh, must, uh, I mean, be careful with North American technology. It's, it's not stable for them, uh, no. Uh, even if I think that's going to change uh, later, but I mean, they just understand that uh, they, they, they are not uh, anymore able to count on it. Uh, and so uh, instead of uh, uh, betting everything on, uh, on ARM, uh, now they are really taking a look to RISC-V, which is an open source um, um, MCU core. Uh, and so they don't have any risk uh, like, like uh, uh, Android on ARM uh, and ARM uh, with using uh, RISC-V. Uh, so uh, that's interesting to think a bit about Semtech. Uh, as a, I mean, the first market for Semtech uh, in LoRa technology is China. Uh, so it's interesting to see what is going to happen uh, on, on this market for uh, for Semtech next year, seeing if it has an impact, and uh, and also to see what Sigfox, uh, sorry, what China is gonna do about IoT. Uh, will uh, they deploy a bit more Sigfox or will they uh, create their own technology or, or they will, will they bet on uh, everything on NB-IoT? That's uh, interesting to, to see what is, is going to happen uh, on this. But for sure, um, the market is basically unstable uh, due to that and uh, the impact on uh, technology progress could be, uh, could be high on, on this. So interesting to follow in the, in the coming months. The last news uh, I want to share with you is, uh, I mean, security news. Uh, I think actually every month, I mean, second month, so okay. But uh, every month I have a, a big, big issue uh, on security to enhance an IoT. Uh, this uh, month is Team Jacker. So Team Jacker is, uh, I mean, the use of some official backdoor <laughs> in the SIM card. So it impacts uh, all the GPP-based technology. Um, and this is a capability for a SIM card to uh, execute some uh, code uh, based on, uh, on instruction received uh, through SMS communication. 
Uh, it means that, uh, I mean, it's not really the SIM itself that is uh, totally dangerous, but it's uh, a protocol between the SIM and the module. Uh, and so the, the SIM uh, received a message and asked the module to uh, uh, get information like a position and, and then ask the module to uh, send a response uh, with uh, this position inside. Okay, so it means that like basically through ACMS, uh, you can send a, a standard program executable on every theme, uh, communicating with a module and, uh, and I mean, doing a, a thing you are not expecting uh, to, to see. Uh, the problem behind this security uh, all is that, uh, I mean, the, the IoT or the smartphone developer or engineer uh, did not make any mistake. I mean, they just used a, a, a standard 3GPP module and, uh, and they, didn't, they were not aware of, uh, of this risk. It was kind of undocumented thing and, and so, and I mean, it exists since multiple years. Okay, um, so um, the, the issue behind this is that uh, uh, we in the LTM and BIoT, 3G, 4G and so on, uh, we are really complex technology. Uh, there is a, a bunch of services available on, uh, on, on this kind of module. And as a consequence, uh, you do not master everything. Basically, when you are making an IoT, uh, you are using a, a 3G, 4G, and so on module. Uh, you just uh, ask some simple order, like open a communication, send this kind of bytes uh, through internet, and so on. I mean, that's it. It's really easy interface, easy to use, basically. But behind this interface, there are hundreds of different functions you do not use, but they are there. And what is the impact of this function is not really clear. What can be the side effect? It's not really clear. And basically, actually, I mean, uh, we do, currently we don't really know uh, if uh, SimJacker is impacting uh, your device or not, because uh, this kind of function, I mean, they can be implemented, but or, or they are not implemented, and most of them they are not documented. So, so you don't really know, uh, and you can patch it because it's inside the module. I mean, it's, it's between the SIM card between, and the um, telecom module. It's things you are not plan to update. You, you can have, but, but usually you're not because you consider it as stable. It's a black box for you. And this black box uh, can be malicious. So that's interesting. Uh, that's interesting. And when we see that the impact is more than 1 billion impacted device at the estimate, and as said, uh, the perimeter of uh, impacting device is totally unclear because we don't know what are the modules that are um, accessible through through that system. So, um, I mean, that's something interesting to think about when we are selecting uh, um, a solution for communication in IoT and so on. Okay, to think about the complexity as something that can be a risk uh, for for future, and think about how we can prevent for this. Okay, so I let you think about all this. Uh, we are at the end of this second episode of IoT Decoded. Um, I really thank you for following it. I really appreciate if you share it with your friend. Uh, and for, uh, uh, for the next episode, it will be in a month, 
about uh, 15 to 25 of October, depending on the actuality and the time I would have to, to do that. Um, by this time, uh, don't hesitate to take a look to my website, www.dsk91.com, uh, where I uh, regularly pushing some update news and uh, analysis on the uh, IoT domain.